Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. Most recently in my podcasts, which have been slowing down, but I'm I'm trying to do a couple of months, I have focused on the heart opening process, which humanity is going to be going through over the next uh, six to seven years. And I have been personally talking about it. I wrote about it in my newest book, Alchemy Becoming, and I have been bringing on different guests that are also going through that heart opening process to mirror to you different issues that you may be having in your own life. My guest today is being sued by her parents, and she is going through these steps of alchemy, and she is letting go of her story. And so we talk about her story, how she clings to it, and how she can reproduce the story over and over in her house. We talk about going into more being, into her feminine, and how that's okay in her experience as a mother right now. And we speak about the steps of alchemy becoming, the steps of true alchemy, and also about the steps that Mary Magdalene had to go through to rid herself of the seven demons to find union within herself, which is my next book I'm working on. And these are the steps to becoming the true feminine. And that true feminine is in a state of being, an acceptance of allowing in nature, in union with herself. And getting there, you have to let go of all the parts of yourself that are in chaos, out of sync, that are not real, true, um, to your true identity. So you have to let go of your essential human identity to get to this new place of union with yourself and spirit. And so we talk about her story and how incredibly chaotic it is right now. We're all going through so much and there's this massive chaos on the planet that's being magnified within each of our lives in many moments of chaos. And that's going to happen as your heart opens. And so what I try to do on this podcast is make sense of the world that you're living in, in a more spiritual way, and also help you to become a better mother that can be more present, more loving, more um, in union with your children, and so that they don't get those generational patterns. So my guest today, we speak about her generational patterns, we speak about her story, and we, we begin to discuss how she can create a new narrative for her life and... Um, just create more peace within her household. Uh, It's really interesting. And I have to apologize for any blips or any sounds that are kind of off because we just kind of recorded it. There was nothing. I just recorded it and put it up. And so, you know, if there's a noise, I apologize for that. And hopefully you continue to listen through those noises because it's worth it. Please reach out to me. I started to do sessions again. I had stopped doing sessions and podcasts for a while as I was going into a more present and peaceful place in my life, which was really amazing and changing a lot of things. If you want a session, please go to www.mysticalmotherhood.com and you can reach out to me. If you have any questions about IVF, IUI, freezing your eggs, you can also book appointments with me through um, the new center I'm working at in New York, Rejuvenating Fertility Center. And if you want my books, go to Amazon. Um, Mystical Motherhood, Fertile, and Alchemy of Becoming are written under Pritamatma. Enjoy, and please leave a star rating. Tell me what's going on with you. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like I am on the brink of 
truly sort of, I don't know what the right terminology is, but truly sort of separating from my parents. Um, I've been doing a lot of meditations um, on reprogramming the inner child and, or sorry, unblocking the inner child and reprogramming like certain memories. And um, it's strange because it's like so it's so parallel in that like I have an infant and I have a toddler. And so a lot of that work, I feel like sometimes I find myself as I am my um, magnetic mother. Sometimes I try not to like, like I also have like my mother-in-law sometimes my magnetic mother, as well as my, I have um, an acupuncturist here. Who's like very maternal and who I've really come to sort of, you know, um, who's really helped heal me as well. Anyways. Um, and I just, I like, and my parents are just, they're like, they're just being very immature and irrational, even through this legal process. And even our attorney is sort of like, like, this isn't going to be good in the long run you know, but they're just kind of playing games with us and saying, Oh, we want to go to mediation. Oh wait, no, we don't want to go to mediation. And, and they're blocking, they're like stonewalling us on very like legitimate things where we're asking very straightforward questions about the trust. And they're like, they're stonewalling us. And I, I understand this is going to be this is just going to be how it is for the next few years. And this is my road to freedom. And I'm really working hard not to get into the drama like you and I talked about. And it's just, it's hard when like on a Wednesday night at 5 PM, we get an email being like, your parents did this irrational, immature, dickish thing. And sorry. And, (laughs) and it's hard for me not to like, you know, want to talk about it want to be like, what the F feel a level of disappointment. So Um, this is what in my book, Alchemy Becoming, I laid out what humanity will go through over the next seven years. Not me, something else, right? (laughs) It doesn't have, it it has to, okay. So in order for us to go into our heart, okay, this is what it's going to look. Okay. So first off, what, she's speaking about is she's going through her heart opening process is going is happening through her parents and her parents are suing her. And so she's a great example of, of the heart opening process because it can, can't be more painful than that. Everyone's heart opening process will have to go through. um, Everyone has to go through it and it's all going to happen through relationships And it has to happen through the opposite sex in some way. So it's really with your mom, your your dad, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not going to, in order for us to go back into harmony, the feminine has to go back into her heart. And what that looks like, what a real mother looks like on the planet is a mother who's being taken care of. So if, if a woman's in her heart, she can go into being. And being is actually being so taken care of that your day is filled up with nature, with love, with um, without lots of thinking. Like you just maybe you're cooking, yeah. you're taking care of your children. Uh, you're and and what what I thought was success in the past was actually. I mean, I've said this in, to you previously, and I've said it on podcasts is 
I, we all women thought that in order to be, you know, successful in this world, we had to be like a male. Yeah. And so your whole life has been be proving to your parents that you're successful by becoming what they said was successful, right? So you be, you know, that we, we've talked about this before, you being successful in those ways and that didn't bring you happiness. And so now you're unprogramming that and you're trying to become a mother and you're trying to figure out what a good, what's a good example of a mother. Well, the good example of a mother is really that woman that's just in her being, in her love form, which is just very few of them. So you're actually creating it as we speak. <sighs> The what is happening between your parents and you is what everyone's going to go through, and you're just really going through it first. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, everyone's going to go through some sort of a relationship issue that brings you to your heart. And though you think it's like everything in your world and blah, 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 and it's playing out this story, it's all for you to have your heart opening process. So you can go back to that book. Yeah, as the stages go as you go through these stages, as you let go of your story. You let go. Okay. You're so in your head. I am. The whole thing, <laughs> uh, the whole thing you're playing out is you letting go of your story that's based in your head. To, so that you can go back into your heart, into a being state. And your parents are playing out it for you. The story you're playing out is actually all within you. So the reactions that you're playing, that you're blaming on them, is actually your own inner reality playing out. All your own conditioning. All your own conditioning. And so part of that conditioning is the seven, like, the seven um, demons. So let me actually read you a quote. Okay. So tell me what you're feeling right now as I pull up this quote. Um. I feel anxious. I feel, but I feel optimistic and hopeful. And I feel like just the first five minutes of this conversation is like reminding me of the purpose and the path that I'm on. And I just think it's all about like, yeah, like they, it's not about them. They don't have power over me. It's about me. And you know, I mean, they've, they've popped up in my dreams a bunch this week, which is kind of what prompted me to, to text you. Um, but who, it's like I, who was in your dreams? My parents. Okay. But what I know in your dreams. Yeah. What were they doing? They were, um, like in one dream, they, they were just, they kept in, impeding on my boundaries and I kept in my dreams I like months ago I had dreams where I like bitched them out and like yelled and now in my dreams I just ignore um like last night they were in my house and asking me for food or something and I like I just ignored them and I like continued to play in my non-existent pool, but in my dream, I had a pool with um, my daughter. Which is the water element, which is dissolution. Uh, You're going through dissolution. So as you alchemically change, your dreams will bring in an element. Okay. And the element is telling you where you're at. So you're really working through your unconscious. So in in the book, remember the first part of it's fire. Yes. And we always want to think we're farther than we are in this heart opening process. So the fire is that the fact that they begin to see you. 
Right. Fire is the recognition that you didn't have any love. And the fire is like when everything falls apart, when you lose your job, when you lose your reality, when you lose all that stuff. So you're beginning to go through the demons, the seven demons. So like what happened when Jesus really began to awaken Mary Magdalene? This is my next book. Is that (laughs) he took her through her demons. So the process of the heart opening is it can be staged through those stages, right? But the demons have to be conquered in order for us to go through our heart. And so what Jesus did for Mary Magdalene and what made her go into union with herself, which is what all women have to get through into the heart is she had to look at all her demons. And so I'm going to read, I'm going to read this and this is going to be okay. in a different way. Okay. The okay. seven powers mentioned in Mary, this is not my writing. Um, the seven powers mentioned in Mary's gospel, darkness, craving, ignorance, craving for death, enslavement of the physical body, false piece of flesh and the compulsion for rage are the precursors for Christianity's seven demons, um, pride, greed, envy, gluttony, lust, sloth, and anger. And I believe they are the seven demons that eight Luke eight claims were expelled from Mary with him sent the 12, as well as the women who had been healed from the wicked spirits of infirmities. Okay. So this is go- going on. So this is from a book on Mary Magdalene. So this is actually from Mary Magdalene's Bible. And it says the first form is darkness. So darkness is anything that takes you to your your head. Anything that creates a a story of the mind. The second is desire. So desire can be in the form of sex. It can be in the form of like, I need that to make me happy. This is going to be, you know. And so this is actually all the forms of the mind. So what Mary worked on, Mm -hmm. uh, it's eliminating these mind forms. And what Jesus did is help her bring her back to the heart, which is what you're going through and all women will go through. Sorry, my dog is scratching at the door. Second is desire. The third is ignorance. So ignorance is all of the ways we didn't see the things we did. So you're actually working for your, so we're working through these things with your, your parents. So you were ignorant of the fact that you weren't loved. You were ignorant of the fact that all this money you thought would bring you love. Right. Ignorance comes in like, when you think you're so sure about a religion or you're so sure that this is like, this is the truth. You're so right. sure of your truth. And then right. come along, like maybe I come along and I say, let me show you how ignorant you are. Ignorant is like, I was ignorant when I was married and thought that that was love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like that money brings that or these, you know, right. I mean? it's like our ignorance, right? And then the fifth is the realm of the flesh. That's your eating dis- disorder stuff. That's, yeah. the, that's the craving. It's the realm of the flesh is like, um, that's an example of that. The six is the foolish wisdom of the flesh, right? Which is the silly things we do in our bodies. And then the wrathful person is the anger. So all of these different levels, envy, gluttony, lust, sloth, anger, pride, and greed is what keeps us out of our heart. So not only are you going to work through these stages of alchemy, but you're also going to have to work through these levels of the mind. Okay. Is this helpful? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that ignorance, I feel like I'm having, because my father, I I had this, he spent his entire career taking people to court over rent control. And I was on his side, quote unquote, you know, yeah. And, and same with my parents said they were self-made and they were better than anyone else who grew up with money and so I believe that, that because I grew up with money, I somehow was never going to be as good as them. And that because that, like, I needed to prove myself every day to these people who were greater than me and 
who were always going to be greater than me. And in the end, they were always setting me up to fail so that I could lose and they could win. And it was an ever, it was a never ending battle that I was never going to win. And I, I was physically starting to kill myself and, and, you know, the bulimia 20 years ago. And then even more recently when I was hospitalized a few times for dehydration, had horrible back pain, um, Right. Thank God everyone on the planet has to go through this in some sort of a relationship. And the bigger, the bigger and the faster it is for you, the, you know, the greater the fire, the faster you'll go through it. Okay. And so I can't think of a bigger fire than your parents suing you. Okay. So no. in that way, be grateful. Okay. That means you can go through it faster. Okay. Yeah. And your soul is allowing that. Thank God you're not going through it with your husband. I know so, I do. So, so I do everyone grateful. has to go through this. You're just going through it with your parents and it's outside of your marriage. So the sanctity of your marriage and your family is actually highly protected. So that's a gift because everyone yeah. has to remember, like everyone's going to have to go through it. And it has to be with an opposite sex member because there has wow. to be polarity that's going to happen in between yeah. it. because that's the harmony on this planet that we have to get back into what we're going back into is the female has to go back into her heart. And in order for her to go back into her heart, she has to be taken care of by the male. The male will always be in his mind. And the only way the male will ever get into his heart is if the woman is, because the woman has to pull him back into his back into his heart through hers. And the only way you can get into your heart is if you can be doing nothing all day. Cause it's not through what we've been trained to think this planet will be healed. It isn't in the old ways. It's not in the doing, it's in the being. So everything you're doing right now is more important than you realize. Okay. Okay. You're not doing anything wrong. When you're in your story, you're in your mind. It's okay. so in your mind. When you're in your motherhood and you're in your cooking and you're in your being and you're being taken care of by your husband you're in your heart and you're actually doing more for humanity than you are by you think you're the, what you're missing out on. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so you think that you're supposed to be out there working still. And, and, and so all that you're fighting against with your parents yeah, is going to bring there your awakeners and you signed up for this before you came. Yeah, I know. I know. So they have <laughs> now taken on the role to help you awaken so that you can then pass that on to your children. And so they're going to bring up these seven deadly sins within you. And, and, and they're, they're not causing those. They're already within you and your family line. They're just bringing them out of you. Any, okay. any sort of situation in relationship that's occurring, that's creating this level of panic, like read my book again. Right. They were within me. Nobody else created that discordance. Right. It was all me. And once I healed myself, then all of that went away. And I can be more comfortable in my being. And I can, I don't have to do anything. I can hardly put, I mean, today we're recording, but I can hardly do, I can't put a post on social media. I can't hardly I can't hardly do anything. Everything's just being done. Wow. I can't do, I, can, I can't even post. My ego doesn't even have that ability now. 
I don't know. It's amazing. It's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, like even this recording is just coming naturally, but I couldn't, right. I, haven't done a, I haven't done a recording for months because I can't do it until it comes. Wow. That's what you'll get to. Okay. I, and, and I, I do, I feel like I'm having moments of that and it's, you know, nothing helps. I mean, having an infant is such a blessing because it's, you know, I'm in my heart with her and I feel present with her as, you know, more easily. Um, I just, and I get it when I'm in my head, I'm, or when I'm in the story, I'm in my head. And, but for, so what, what I'm concerned about or what I don't really know how to manage is when we do have to make these strategic decisions in this lawsuit and it, it looks like I'm going to get deposed and, and all these sort of different things. And like, how do I, how do I best approach that? How do you not play out the story constantly? Yeah. Um, you know, this is going to sound nutty, but the male in you wants to control it. And this is, this is going to be really hard, but it's almost like you have to let your husband be the male and you have to let him do, and you have to let go. That's part of it is like, you're needing to control your parents is like, can you, your husband, you are lucky enough to be married to a man that can take over like a man. And he wants to be a man. And he, he does. And, and he wants you to go into your feminine. And you've always been such a male. You, you know, you go to a, you go to, you, you go to the top school and you, you get a male degree and you enter into a male dominated field and you're the top of your game and you're super skinny and you're doing it all right. And you're like, and you're highly educated and you come from this family. And then, and then it's like, none of that brought you peace. No. Because you were trying to be a male in a male dominated world. And now you're in mystical motherhood. (laughs) enter into the mystical motherhood realm you want to go into your heart and the only way that we're going to change this planet is if we shift the dynamic of what we think a real feminine is and it's not that and so as we as we switch into this new level of harmony on the planet you have to undo everything you've ever known and you have to begin to write with your other hand which isn't like if you've always written with your right hand and you've always done things a certain way, right. you have to undo that. Oh my gosh, my puppy. She's so cute. She's barking. That's um, I, I know. I love it. <laughs> uh, she really is. So uh, allow. So I'm allowing her to bark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowing that chaos, right? Because I have to say, like, this all started and and he, my, he has been communicating with the attorney and more recently, I am like, don't respond yet. I want to be involved. I want to have a say. And I was actually talking with my therapist the other day and she's like, but this is your protection. Like he's protecting you. Allow him to be the male. Yeah. And that's what we, what we have missed on this planet. Right. Is, is like, there- I need to be, I need to prove that I'm not the damsel in distress. Like this attorney needs to know that I'm not some weak little flower. And it's sort of like, No, I, it's when I don't know about it, like when I don't have to hear at five o'clock that my attorney, that our, my parents have done something ridiculous. 
like I can then move into like bedtime dinner routines with the girls and dinner routine with my husband with a much with my heart, I guess it's to control and to, to, to take this over is the male in you and the thing we're trying to let go of. Okay. Yeah. In order to go back into that balanced polarity, you need to, what we have forgotten is in motherhood, there is a period of time, which everyone, all women are very uncomfortable with on, you know, they become very uncomfortable with is that being in the motherhood period. Like when you're postpartum and you have little kids at home and they're not in school and you don't know what to do. Like it's so uncomfortable because none of us are used to being in the being. So you like, yeah. to, no matter what it is, like if you're not working, let's get involved in this. Let's right. If you're not working, let's, you know, let's like create drama of some sort and get back in our mind because this isn't, you know, this isn't chaotic enough. I, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's creating that chaos somewhere that lawsuit's happening, but it, it, it is, and it isn't and in, yeah. every, in any given moment. And when, and so what happens in this battle of the mind and the heart as your heart's opening, cause that's what it's all about. You'll look back at this and be like, Whoa, she was, she was right on. Is they're going to go when you're in your mind, your parents will go to their heart. And when you're in your heart, they'll go back to your mind because both of you are helping each other to awaken. And and so your only job is to protect your children. Your only job is to do that right now. And you're not protecting them when you're going into the lawsuit because then you're talking about it in front of them. Yeah. Energy is off and you're not in your self-esteem and you're being re-triggered like the little girl that got hurt by them your whole life. So you need to you need to put your children first. I just did that by moving, right? I'm moving. Yeah. I, I lost my job. I lost Brooklyn. I'm losing my whole life because my kids are not feeling protected in their school. And so I literally was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, we're not doing this anymore. And once I did that, once I chose more harmony for my children as a mother, and I chose my yeah. Which I was, I was being selfish by keeping them in Brooklyn because I liked it. And now I'm moving them to a place that's going to be more harmony for them. And as a result, everything fell into place for me because I made a a choice based on harmony. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So for you, you need to allow him to be the male and you need to undo that part of you that needs to try to control it and be the male and fight because that's the ego. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like if this, it's just, oh, I needed to hear all of this. So that's part, that's what, what, which one of your sins are you in then? I mean, you've gone through all of these. Okay. So envy was when you were working through the women from your old past that were, you know, yeah. on competition from, you know, yes. Yes. so greed is when you're, you're, do you have enough money with your parents? Okay. So right. you're checking off all these, but I don't even know pride. How do you even describe it? Pride, gluttony. You went through the eating disorder. Yeah. hundred percent. Lust. You decide and sloth is like a balance between being like in motherhood. You can go through sloth. Yeah. Versus. I think not. I did. I went through sloth when I was, um, and I remember I talked to you during this period and you're like, get the fuck out of bed. Like when I was very sick with, and when I was pregnant, about six or eight months ago and I was kind of just feeling sorry for myself and I feel like I was that was sloth yeah anyways but yeah and then anger <laughs> is when now you're going through anger so anger is when you re-engage in the anger and you try to fight this battle when you don't need two people fighting it and you no. have hired someone to fight a battle for you 
that's and that's what we did. Is. Like that was, it's like, I've got, that's the whole thing. Like, and it's funny how it's like, I knew I needed to do that back in June when this was all starting. And so it's like, I built my army. Yeah. I built my army. You're right. I built my army and now I feel the need to like control the army that I built instead of letting them do their job so that I can do mine. That's the male part of you that needs to die off. Yeah. And that's the feminine that needs to go into the being and, and be in nature and being in more isolation and just being able to do your daily deeds yeah, and that's the heart opening process of being comfortable with that. And, 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 and we're going to go back to the fact you don't have to do this with your husband. So a lot of people have to go through this heart opening process with their husband and most relationships will break. And I can't like, that keeps me, I, I try to stay in gratitude. And I, I do, the irony too, is that we've, our relationship has gotten stronger and I feel like, you know, it's never been better, you know, like, whereas I just, I feel very lucky and grateful for that. Cause I can't imagine if this were, if I were going through this with, cause I do a lot of stuff that I read about narcissists and things like that. It's people are like, they're having to deal with a narcissist in divorce court or like this and that. Whereas for me, it's like, once this ends, I will never, I don't have anything tying me to these people. I don't have a child, I don't have, you know, and, and I have a partner in this, I'm not alone. And I think that's my gift because my entire life, I was alone fighting these two people. And now I have a partner who can protect me and I have the system or the law that can protect me. And I'm no longer, I no longer need to try and control a situation or or prove myself and I want you to talk to your therapist, but I also want you to see if you're using your therapist to stay in your mind. Okay. Because sometimes we go to therapy and then as we're, what you don't realize as a woman and all of us until we really understand is everything you say, think, and do will happen. It doesn't mean like, and, and the more, the more cleaner you become with your conditioning, the faster it happens in front of you. I mean, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. The cleaner you get and the more you're in your heart, the faster. Like the other day I was like, I I called, I I wasn't supposed to order a queen bed. And I started thinking, oh shit, I really wish I hadn't ordered that queen bed. I meant to order a king. And I even said it out loud. And then a day later, I get an email from West Elm that my special order queen size bed has been canceled. (laughs) <laughs> and I just like it unbelievable. And I'm like, well, thank you because I meant to order a king and I you just solved yeah. it for me because I, I'm getting cleaner and cleaner. So the thoughts are just happening quicker, right? Yeah. Always going to happen for you. It just may take some time delay to get there. Okay? okay. Yeah. And so when you're repeating with your therapist, unless you're uncovering anything new, you're repeating the story. Right. You're yeah. staying in the story. I mean, it's good because then you're not transferring it. Like, it, like my sister became my therapist. And so I was like dumping everything on sister, which isn't right. fair, right? So if you're needing a place to dump it and you don't want to dump it in your marriage, then that's a healthy right. way to do it. But be careful okay. that you're not, you're so powerful that you may be, we don't want the, um, the energy of the, the lawsuit to continue with your words and your therapy. Okay. You get what I'm I like saying? that. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're going to, that anger that you're working through for, as your demons are released, as you go into your Christ consciousness, because remember Mary Magdalene had to go through 
all the seven deadly demons in order to go into the energy of Christ, which energy of Christ is just the energy of union with herself and being comfortable in her motherhood of being as the mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Headed towards in the next 25 years and the next six years, it's going to be relationships being tested and that heart opening process. That book alchemy becoming is a perfect guide for you. Replace my relationship story with your parents. Yeah. And take yourself step by step. It's literally going to take you through it and then go back to the, my next book is the seven demons. And then see how you're releasing each one of them to go okay. into union right now yeah. you're in your anger yeah and that's okay so just be yeah. like oh, my effing anger and like feel it you know what I mean and if you need yeah. to be a therapist just like feel the anger and make sure you're transferring it onto your you have to box it into one world so that the story doesn't repeat everywhere okay so it's I hate to do that like to, to thing it but it's like you have to it's almost like you have to say no story in my home okay I'm switching my narrative. And and as soon as you can see that you're, as soon as, if you can take yourself out of your body and you can rise above the situation and see these people as your awakeners Mm -hmm. in your soul's journey, like you have the ability to do that. I can help you do it. Yeah. You look down, just like we've looked down before and we've seen why you chose your parents and we've disconnected, right? And you're disconnecting from one story after the other. You have to see that you chose this narrative, yeah, you to move into a more harmony into your real narrative and what you're really here to do, which you don't even know yet because you haven't let go of the old story and condition. Right, right. You can't. You'll recreate the old past based on the past. Okay. So you have to see that these. You have in order for you to let go of the story, you have to see how silly it is to even create it because they're just there to awaken you. Okay. Yeah. They're not even your parents. They're just people. No. Does this make sense? Like. Yeah. It's like everybody's here to play out consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they happen to really go at it with you, like with the heaviest <laughs> one. And like, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? Like that's, in that way, be grateful because hopefully you'll go through it faster. I do. I, I, uh, is this yeah. anything, anything you're yeah, feeling it, right now? It, yeah. And because I do feel like it's like my husband has been, sort of saying similar things where like he he's trying to be there for me but like he really is over talking about these people and I don't want their energy like they've literally like this this house they've never physically been in but I do feel like I brought some of their energy into it and I I don't want that and you need to let him handle it and you okay. need to be able to let go of your need to control because you're no different than them Okay. And you hate them so much. And any part of them you hate is a part of you that hasn't been healed. Okay. Anything that you are blaming on them for doing this to you and that, 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 that is unhealed in you. They're a mirror of you and your reaction to them is who you are, not who they are. They're not causing you to act this way. No. You're acting this way because you still have things to work on. Anybody could sue Jesus. He wouldn't reply. He'd just be like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like he'd be like, right. like he would, you know what I mean? I don't know who else to complain, to explain, you know, another way to, I don't know. I don't even know Jesus that well, but <laughs> I can just imagine you know, sort of laugh at it. Right. And so you, it's like, you need to get there and just be like, okay, so 
they're not even in my life and they still control me because I'm still in my story. Right. Right. And that's how you go through the heart opening process is you begin now is you begin to go to your heart. So you'll have moments of space from the story and the story will rise up again. And then you go back into your heart and you'll have moments of space and you'll feel that. And then the space will become more and more. And it may take years or it may take months, depending on how fast you want to blow through it. Yeah. I mean, I want to blow through this. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like I had a glimpse of that. There were about six months where there was no contact and that those are the time that's when I got pregnant and, you know, got through my first two trimesters and then, and then this, you know, so it's like, I do, but that's the thing, Chelsea is like, they kept, and I, I don't want, I know it's like, I don't want to sound like a victim. When I walked away, I walked away. I wanted nothing. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want their money. I just wanted my peace and freedom. And at, at that time, I thought perhaps there could be a reconciliation with some space. That's you all I wanted. You to have your money. So that's the universe might be realigning you to have your money so that you okay. can be taken care of and go into your heart. The only reason I can even be in my heart is because I'm financially stable. Yeah. Go back to mystical motherhood. The first book, all of those tears need to be in in place for self-actualization to occur. Yeah. And if you don't have, if you're not financially secure or you don't have self-esteem and you don't have love and you don't, you know, have all the tears of the Maslow's hierarchy, which is my first book, you can't get to that highest space because you're always going to be drawn back into the, to the baseline things of humanity. Okay. And so wherever you're weakest, you will be tested in this lifetime. Okay. And, and it may take 10, 30,000 lifetimes to get there, but there are people on this planet that are going to start to go into this higher self-actualization state. And in order to get there, you're going to have more blow-ups and more blow-ups. Your chaos that's occurring in your life is what's happening on, an, an, on a, a universal level with this darkness on the planet. So there's chaos happening on a world level that is being mm-hmm. fighted with everyone's life into little forms. I happened to go through mine at a fast paced rate over a few over a few years, one blow up after the next, after the next, after the next, because I, I needed to teach it. Yeah. So now you're going through it and your chaos is what's also happening on a world level so that we can all change. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not, it's, if you look at it like that, it's not such a big, it's you're, you're in a human story. And once you let go of your human story, you'll recognize that none of it doesn't matter anyway. Okay. It doesn't really matter. No. In the end, you'll just not be here. If you were gone to what really matters, if you were gone tomorrow, what would you care about? Your kids, my children and my husband Walk that and put them as your priority. If, if everyone is listening right now, you all have all these problems. Okay. What really matters in it is, is your kids is because yeah. right now, those little, those little people, and I'm like, literally they're coming through me and they're being very fierce right now is you need to protect them. And you're repeating exactly what your parents did to them or did to you in your household right now to them. And it's not fair to your baby. Okay. Your mom and dad don't live with you anymore. And you're bringing them in and allowing their energy in your house and you're not doing anything different. So the vibrational frequency is affecting your babies and I'm here to protect them. So you can't do that in your house anymore. Okay. No story in your house. That's number one rule moving forward. 
Okay. If you're going to create your story, which isn't real, it's all just your narrative and your self-healing all these different seven demons and do it outside the house in a protected and, and qualified human. Okay. Most humans are not in any light. 99% of the planet right now is very dark. So the, a lot of the people you talk to are also dark. And so they're going to keep you in that mind story. Okay. Anybody who plays the mind back to you and wants to play the narrative narration is also in their mind. Okay. And that's the form of darkness that Mary Mandeline speaks about. Okay. Darkness is anything that keeps you in your mind, not your heart. Your heart will look at your parents and be like, take it. I know. Take it. What's the fight about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel that. I don't. It's like I You need to heal your home right now. Let's both of us put deep, deep light around your home because you're letting the dark, anything that's dark on this planet. So anything that's dark on your, on this planet will bring you into a story of chaos and into your mind. And that's why it's very hard to be in relationship right now because everyone's fighting their own mind. And so when you allow, and so it's almost like sometimes the only way to be in your heart. So people ask me, how do you get into your heart? What do you do? Go into nature more, be in isolation more. There is no other way to do it. Stop watching the news, get out of the story. Cause it's everyone's, the darkness is so prevalent and that's what it wants. It's trying to take out light by light by light. And the way it does that is bringing everybody to their mind and into their original wound. Does this make sense? Yeah. And so your only way to stay in that light is to not allow it in your home and not allow it around your children. So you have to become mama bear and you have to become feminine and you have to allow and you have to let your husband take this fight because he's meant for battle and you are not. Okay. And you have hired a lawyer that's meant to battle. And that's why you pay them 500 an hour, which sucks. Yeah. You know, like, what do you want to pay? You want to lose your own money and your own mind? I know. No. Yeah. We're paying him. So I don't have to lose my mind. What do I do? How do I, cause I do feel like I brought it into the house recently and it's like, what do I need to do to like. You go into your heart. Okay. You're going to cook and you're going to clean and you're going to play and you're going to go to the park and you're going to enjoy every moment of being with them. And you're going to be completely present with them. And you're going to forgive yourself for any time that you were in your mind. Okay. And you're going to just forgive yourself. You're not going to go. Cause then, then you're just repeating your parents' guilt. Right. Right. It's like, I, I'm struggling with like, but sometimes when we create things, so like, like recently I've noticed, like if I drink wine, I've been drinking like extra wine. And I was like, what am I doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm recreating the feeling of guilt that I used to grow up with that I needed to actually see and heal. Like I was recreating situations. Like I was overspending a couple of times, like for no reason. Like I did not need that. Right. Or I would like drink too much wine or something. And I'm like, what am I? Sometimes we do. It's not about the actual action. It's about the feeling that we do to create that follows it, that the ego loves. Yeah. And so we do things, sometimes we create actions in our life that then create a feeling that our ego likes to have. Our yeah. ego really likes the feeling of guilt because it's yeah. such, it makes us not feel in union with ourselves yeah. or the feeling of um, 
So sometimes our actions are actually, it, it, it brings us to the feeling. And so you had to go through that to have that feeling to, to so your ego could, could be in control and not your heart. Yeah. So don't just forgive yourself and just be like, oh, okay. shit, I, just, just notice like, oh, I had to do those certain things to feel what my parents used to make me feel so that I could begin to heal it. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, that, that helps. Yeah. And you're doing all this healing so that they don't have to go through this. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? And that's like, yeah. really, like you're really being that, like you're going into full mystical motherhood. Like, like that's healing the epigenetic patterns. That's so freaking powerful. Remember you are the, the epicenter of the home. You're going to create, make, you're going to, you're so powerful that you're going to make everything around you go the way it wants. So your story is going to play out however you want it to. If you're ready to let go of that story, create the story you want to have happen. It can't be based on anything you've known from your past. So once you clear the conditioning, which clearing the conditioning is doing the opposite of what you normally do. Okay. It's learning (laughs) how to write with the opposite hand. You can no longer do it the way you used to do it, which isn't going to be in the fighting of the mind. Right. Right. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. This is very powerful. <laughs> You're having some clarity now, but it's not the fight. Nothing will come from the mind. If you, if you fight with them from your mind, you're only going to recreate your past. Okay. If you go into being, if you trust me. Yeah. If you go into doing nothing in your motherhood right now, you take a shower, you take a bath, you go to the farmer's market you put your kids to bed, you repeat it, you give them love and kisses and smiles and you do not fight them. It's just everything I needed to hear. It really is. And I needed to hear that about my daughters and because they, it's like, yeah, they're the best. I mean, you know, my oldest is the reason I feel like she was what helped me start this process in the first place. Yeah. They come to heal the family line. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I do feel like she can pick up, like when my husband and I are talking about it, she'll start acting out and it's, it's, and I know this and it's, you don't need to talk about it anymore. No, you don't need to talk and don't, and then don't go close the door and talk about it in your bedroom. That's the worst idea. (laughs) I would literally try to take a couple of months out away from it and let them make the decisions for you. Let go. Okay. And just let, and just like not control, which was first on your body. Then it was on food. Then it was on business has now been transferred onto this court case. There's no difference in your vibration. It's you and it's your need to control. Do you hear me? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's now not on, on healing, you know, bulimia or those kind of things. It's now just on a court case. Yeah. So in that way, it's all in you. Yeah. I, there's, I, this, yeah. there's this another quote I want to read you, and it's called kenosis. So I'm really un, I'm in a deep exploration of how Mary Magdalene went so deeply into union with herself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and um, another author, which randomly came into my reading, was um, she talked about how she, Mary Magdalene had to go through the demons, but then in those demons were this was this process where she had to go through kenosis, which I'm going to read about. Okay, she had to go through abundance, and then one more thing. But in it was in the letting go. So I'm going to read this to you. 
I just sent this to my friend. Kenosis. Kenosis is not the same as renunciation. Renunciation implies a subtle pushing away. Kenosis is simply the willingness to let things come and go without grabbing on. For all intents and purposes, it is synonymous, is that the word, with non-thinking and non-attachment. But unlike a more Buddhist version of this spiritual motion, kenosis has a certain warm spaciousness to it, to the degree one does not assert one's own agenda. Something else has a space to be. The letting go of kenosis, actually closer to letting be, than it is to any of the non-equivalents, non-clinging, non-attachment, non-identification, and so forth. Its flow is positive and fundamentally creative between the let it be of kenosis and the let it be by which the biblical tradition envisions creation itself as having come into existence. There is a profound resonance. So this is one of the first. So how did she get through? How did Mary Magdalene get through the demons? Right. How did she like do it? Well, she first went, her first process was the letting go of all of them. It's huge. So that's in like, so in my book, Milk and Me Becoming, when I was able to leave my whole life and leave it all behind, yeah. the fire allows you to let go. The fire, so you are beginning that process. So first, if it's off, it's the let, it's letting go of the material realm of the, yeah. of the things around you that you are physical, right? And then it becomes the letting go of littler things in your life. So once you can let go of the physical realm things, then you can uh-huh. begin to let go of the spiritual things and the emotional things within you. Right? Yeah. It's not yeah. Until you know that the world of form is not real. Yeah. Either are the emotions you're feeling real yeah does that make sense yeah you had to let go of your job you had to let go of your house you had to let go and you had you had to let go of working you had to you know what I mean you had to let go of the nanny you had to let go of your phone and everything taken you know and you think they're being taken away but they're just thank god you had a new number (laughs) because you're becoming a new person yeah yeah and so then only from the world of form being taken away because can you then allow these emotions to be taken away so your need to control is some of one of the biggest things that you're that's your part of your story. Yeah, and it is. you have to do the opposite of what you've always done. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Okay, and then yeah. from that will flow the abundance because it's never in the holding on to anything that abundance comes. Whenever I let go of anything, so I just let go of. I just I literally like let go of my house. And I was like, I'm yeah. going to move. And from that, I got my dream job. <laughs> I got to get my own center where I can practice my mystical motherhood stuff and I get paid for it. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, holy shit. And I, all I did was just send a resume out, you know? <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow. Like the more I let go, the more abundance can flow through. Okay. And that's part of the being in oneness, being oneness. That's what alchemy becoming is like to get to the one. Yeah. Is if if you think that the, the one is always like, is being in complete union with your heart, which allows like this incredible abundance to flow through. Like that monastic lifestyle of not having things is really not, you know, what the Bible was ever teaching. Like you right. have to, you have to have this abundance to be able to be in your heart and be taken care of as long as you're not holding on to it. Does this right. make sense? As long yeah. as you let it go and be free and let it move, you'll receive more back. 
Yeah. So it may be in your destiny to be quite wealthy from this, you know, huge factor of being sued <laughs> by your parents because you may end up with more, but that may also, it may be because you have to get to that. Right. And the only way for you to be in freedom is to go through this process and then receive. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I know like you're, yeah, I needed to hear all of this. This is, uh, this is just, oh God. This is just what I needed to hear. I am. I don't know. I don't even know what to say, but I just like, like, I feel like I can do it. Like, I feel like I can do this. Um, Just be grateful for what you have. And from that more will flow. Okay. You have a beautiful new home. You have two beautiful babies. You have a husband that promised to protect you. So don't be the male in this anymore. Allow him to let you be so feminine that you for you don't even know who you are anymore yeah it's like allow this this time it's so confusing and but it'll never come back right you can never get it back and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger and you'll never get it back and then you want it again though it's so hard to go through yeah for it again because it's it's you're craving for the being you're craving for moments of just doing nothing and and like you're and then when you're in it you can't even be grateful that you can do nothing you're allowed to do nothing right, right now right and just years <laughs> of nothingness yeah so great what did all the doing do for you nothing I know, <laughs> you know what I mean yes Wait, so you get to the top of the, that's why let that's why when you have the most money in the world. That's why awakening always happens with a lot of money or with none. Because oh, people in the middle, look at the middle of America. People in the middle they won't awaken. They don't have the opportunity to awaken because they're always just sort of in the middle. There's no yeah. contrast. It's typically when you have the most money in the world or when you don't have any that, that God <laughs> will come and enter your life. And so it's always set up that way. And, it's, yeah. and so having, you know, this opportunity, you know, like a level of a lot of money being challenged is mm-hmm. a part of that awakening process. And you yeah. have to go through it. Just a reminder again, repeating, repeating, everyone has to go through it. It's going to be through relationship. Thank God it's not your husband. It's something yeah. outside of your family. You're going and you're you're going through it before everyone, but it'll be over the next six, seven years is the hard wow. opening process via relationship. Wow. And over the next 25 years, women will have to go into their heart and we have to undo everything that we've learned that a woman is. And yeah. Really going back into our mother nature. Yeah. Mystical motherhood. It's going back into that earth energy. And I don't mean it from this. And it's not like in all the searching for spirituality and like going to the next thing, going to the next thing, be, be weary of people that are in there continuing your story. Yeah. Be weary of people that like I used to, when I was in my story, I would go to healer after healer after healer to hear my story reflected back to me. I would be like, I know he's a monster and I'm going to find that person to, to confirm my story. And then I would say, see, I was right. I confirmed it. No, I only confirmed it because I'm so powerful. I made them say what I wanted them to say to me. Yeah. And so they confirmed my story and I felt my ego felt, you know, entitled. And I was like, yeah, my story's right. He's an asshole. 
no, I was an asshole. I had things to think about myself, right? Do you know what I mean? Like I, anything you're saying about your parents, like they're controlling, they want all the money. Go to you, put it, I'm controlling. I want all the money. Everything you're projecting onto them, turn it around today. Like I want you to stay in your room for like like an hour by yourself right now and recognize all the time you spent talking about your parents and all the things you said about them. And I want you to flip it onto you. Okay. And then I want you to then, and then recognize that they're only the product of their parents. And you right. are now trying to be not a product of them. And right. so by flipping it onto them, you're actually being them. <laughs> it's so true. It's so fucked up. So you take everything you're saying that they are, and anyone who's listening, whoever you're blaming it on, say, oh, he's an asshole. He's not giving anything. He's controlling with money. I'm controlling with money. It's really hard to begin to know yourself when you're so conditioned. Your conditioning all comes from them. So you don't know anything different or outside of your box. Right. Conditioned to repeat what they did. Right. So all of your thoughts are not based on your own. They're all based on them and you're doing it again. So begin to own that, that, you know, they're so controlling. You're so controlling own it. Yeah. Begin controlling. And then look at all the way you're controlling things. You're still trying to control this. Yeah. You can't control this court case. No, no, I can't. I can't. You know, so all the 10 things you've said about them begin to flip the mirror. And this is how the heart opens. Begin to flip the mirror, put them all in front of you and own that that's who you are. And that's the story that you've told of yourself, of the human self, that isn't true. And then as you begin to say, that's not who I am. I'm actually more loving. I'm not controlling. I actually love the people around me. You know, I'm not what's angry or whatever. You right. know, like you're saying they're so angry. You're angry. And right. If they're creating a reaction within you, the reaction is from you, not them. You're yeah. or experiencing that reaction. If it if they weren't if they were you wouldn't experience it if they if it wasn't in you. I believe that you I do. You wouldn't be able to experience that emotion if it wasn't in you. If somebody came to me and tried to get a reaction out of me, and it wasn't in me, I wouldn't be able to experience it because it's not a part of me. Right. No, I believe, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, imagine if you're a completely innocent being on this planet and somebody tried to, you're like from heaven and somebody tried to get you to be angry. You'd be like, what's that? What is that? that Like, I really don't know what you're talking about. I did never experience that. And then maybe they want to experience it. So they'll create a scenario on this planet to be like, I want to experience what anger is. I don't know what it is. I want to go through that. Oh, this is fun. And so then from that, like you come in innocent you build all this conditioning to go through the experience of it, to clear it. And then you leave innocent again. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, yeah, yeah. And that's what children do. Yeah. So you take on all that karma, you take on all those, those conditionings, and then you find out who you are and who you're not from that. And then you leave again and you get in <sighs> again until this lifetime, one lifetime you come in and you say, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to go through everything really quickly and intensely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Chelsea. Thank you so much.